Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, hello. Welcome back. So, I've been a little sick. I got like two colds in a row, but I'm still a little stuffy and that's totally fine. That's what I'm telling myself. (laughs) So let's dig into today's episode. So if you have a love-hate relationship using social media, today's episode is for you. What I have found is that I work with coaches who have big goals. They already have these goals that they want to achieve. And inside of having those goals, right, there are tools that you can use to hit a big goal. And one of those tools is social media. And today's episode is not about convincing you to use social media or not use social media. Today's episode is to help you process your own junk about social media so that you can make a decision about using it or not using it. And if you choose to use it, really feeling very open and free in all the ways you can use it that fit you and the people you're helping. Because it is just a tool, right? And it's like, as we build our businesses, there is always the work we have to do on us that helps us reach more people. And so that work for you may be working through this love-hate relationship that you have with social media, right? That's work you have to do on you in order to help more people. That's what we're going to do in today's episode. So the thing I want to say, right, if I had to sum today's entire episode up, it would be that it's like the problem most people think they have is like, I just don't like social media. And The answer to that in the most simple way that we're going to go into so much more detail with is that that's too vague, right? It's you cannot listen to your brain when it says, I don't like social media. You have to get specific. You have to be specific with why you don't like social media. That way you can solve for it or not, right? That's an option too, of course. Because if you're not specific with why, you're not going to know how to solve for it. You're just going to stay away from it. So that would be like saying, I don't like going home. I'm just imagining like your parents' house. You're like, I don't like going home. That's very vague. Specific would be, (laughs) oh my gosh, I'm thinking of Ohio. I hate driving through Ohio because they're always doing something that forces me to take some back crazy road. (laughs) Right? Notice how different those two things are. One of them is this vagueness where your brain can make it about the whole going home. But then you're like, why though? What specifically? And the brain will answer you with (laughs) stupid back roads of Ohio. Now I'm making this up, but that's the example, right? (laughs) So let's, let's dig into, let's flush this out. Your brain is telling you, maybe I don't like social media. But let's just start by reminding your brain of the different places that are considered social media. So I I like Googled it and there's like seven. So social media could include Facebook, 
which is your personal page, which would be everybody you've ever had a connection with. They might not just be personal friends, but they're like networking potential. So there's your personal page. There's groups. Either you can start one or you can be in someone else's. And then there's your business page. Then there's Instagram, right? Then there's LinkedIn. And there's YouTube. And there's Twitter. And there's TikTok. And there's Pinterest. All of these are social media platforms that are very popular that you want, may want to consider. Like when I'm thinking about social media, am I believing that I had to be on one or was I going to one where it's like my people weren't really there? And because if you're like very professional focused, you probably want to be on LinkedIn. But if you're really professional, but you're like trying to shove yourself in the mold of Facebook groups or Facebook page or like Instagram, it's gonna feel uncomfortable. So that's the first thing. That's not even that's not even one of the six we're gonna dig into, but this is like that pre-element of am I thinking I'm supposed to be on a certain one? And or am I remembering that there's so many and that I'm just choosing where my people are and where I like to actually show up and be. So that's the very first like pre-element. Maybe, maybe that's it for you. Maybe you're like holy guacamole, (laughs) like I was trying to shove myself into the Facebook peg when really I wanted to be on YouTube or I wanted to be on LinkedIn or Pinterest even because there's such different feels and they have such different ways of using them. And it's not just about where are my people. It's also where do I like to be? Both of those are valuable because if you like hate to be there, then it doesn't matter that your people are there because you're not going to want to go there, right? (laughs) So we make it a little simple. We're like, I want to be here and they're here. We've already like made you way more likely to show up there to gather up your people in a way you like. So that's the very first thing, right? It's like just remembering there's lots of platforms. Your people are probably on more than one of them and that you get to pick which one you choose. So now I've come up with six reasons that you might go from a vague, I don't like social media. And these are just like six specific options that might um, might apply for you, right? So no matter what, I want you to like pause this and ask yourself, like, what's the specific reason I don't want to be on social media? Pause it, get the note in your phone, write down what your brain says. Once you have that, you know what you need to work through and process. Not because it's just some like more work to do, right? There's a reason. It's because you want to, if you want to use social media, it's because it's a tool to reach your people. It's a tool to help you create and help more people at a bigger level, right? We're not just doing this work for the fun of it. We're uncovering it. We're we're digging through this. We're healing it, we're resolving it, we're coming up with new strategies because of how it helps you expand and hit your goals. So here are six reasons, right? You're going to write down your own personal one, what comes up, and then it'll just be really fun if they match any one of these six and we get to like process it together. So the first specific reason that it could be that you don't like social media is you may look at it as too much sharing. 
So maybe you have this misconception that in order to be on social media and build a business, that you have to bare your soul to the world. You have to tell them everything about your children and your partner and your life and your travels and yourself, and you just don't want to, right? You see these people who are like talking and doing their makeup and you're like, uh, no. <laughs> or you see these people who are like constantly videoing their life maybe or documenting it, and you're just like, mm, definitely not. That is the misconception though. The misconception is that you have to do it like that. The reality though, is that you get to decide. And I want you to feel the space of that. Like there is no one way to use social media. You get to decide which one you use and even then what it looks like for you. I think about Instagram, that's actually the one that if you want to connect with me on social media, that's the place to find me. Um, I think it's Elizabeth underscore <clears throat> Salazar underscore coach. <laughs> you'll find me. You're very, you'll figure it out. <laughs> it's sure, sure it's linked somewhere. But like when I think about my own misconceptions about Instagram, I think about people who are like have these beautiful ocean lives or they're always in a bikini and they're like, they look really perfect. And so it's like sometimes you have to get over your own misconceptions about the platform, right? You get to decide that there are lots of people. That's actually one of the things I was thinking about. I really love Instagram, especially over Facebook, because when I go to my personal Facebook page, it's just like all of these people that I've ever friended and maybe some group spraddle, groups sprinkled in, but I don't feel like I have very much control. Like I can unfollow people, but it's like you just go there and you like see stuff, but what I've really started to love about Instagram is that I can curate my own experience when I go in. And so I have these just like I follow by based on who you follow, obviously. So it's like I follow some people on Instagram who just talk about plants. And so I like have this little dose of plant stuff. And then I follow I just like things that entertain me. Like I saw these people. It's like I guess it's considered pole dancing, but it's like it's these it's usually men because, I don't know, sometimes women make it a little too sexual. So it's non-sexual pole swinging. <laughs> but I mean, I watch it and I'm just like, holy moly. I'm just in awe of what someone was capable of doing, swinging themselves around a, a pole. And they're like, muscles aren't like huge bodybuilder. No, it's like, it's so remarkable. So I go to Instagram and I'm like, oh, sometimes I see plants. Sometimes I see people swinging around a pole. <laughs> Sometimes I see, like I found this, like, I don't know where he's from, Scotland, but he talks about, I don't know, I think he talks about like weight loss or something around health, but it's very entertaining and he has this accent. <laughs> so it's like information I'm interested in and entertaining, <laughs> but I'm curating my experience. Or I started following this person who's a scientist in Antarctica. And so every day he just posts a picture of like, here's what it looks like at the weather of Antarctica. And I'm like, I do want to see that, <laughs> right? So it's like when I go to Instagram, yes, I have some coaches I follow too, or whatever industry you're in, right? But what I didn't want was I didn't want to go onto social media and be flooded by a bunch of stuff like I wanted to curate my own experience. And so 
you get to decide what it looks like for you. And the more you've curated your experience, the more you see that, like, oh my gosh, like I love following this person and they never make a video. And so then that might give you the permission where you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have to make videos either. Or they never post pictures of themselves. They only ever have pictures of like words. So you may be like this love-hate relationship may come around sharing too much. You may think it's supposed to look a different, like a, a, like a certain way, even on a specific platform. But you, what you want to remember is that you get to decide And that even when you're deciding, even if everybody who's a coach like you does it in a certain way, you still don't have to do it that way. And I think the number one thing you need to remember here is that if if your concern is like, I have to share my soul and my life, the reason that that's not true actually at all, right? Like you may want to share things like your own personal experiences, your own whatever, right? Like you might be somewhere and you want to show a picture. But the reason it actually doesn't matter, right? Like that might help people feel more connected to you, but it doesn't matter because you run a service-based business. And the reason I want to remind you that that's important is because your next clients don't hire you because you posted pictures of you on a flight to somewhere. Your next clients don't hire you because you posted a picture of what you're doing with your kids for the summer. Your next clients don't hire you because you talked about plants. (laughs) Sorry, that's me. (laughs) No, right? They hired you because you spoke to them. You spoke to what they're struggling with. You spoke to what they needed to hear and they felt that like, oh my gosh, she gets me. So if your love-hate relationship with social media comes from like, I have to share a bunch about me, right? One, you don't, you get to decide. But the other one is that that's not going to be why the platform works for you to reach your people. It's going to be because you think about and speak to your person. Okay. The next one, right? So we're going to go from vague, I don't like social media, to specific. One of those specific reasons might be, like, it's just not working. I'm not creating traction. And so if you think about, like, oh, you know what? The reason I don't like social media is because it doesn't seem like it works, right? That's the specific answer. What I have found is that when we carry a thought like it's not working, into something like social media, what I have found in coaching is that there is always somewhere else that a coach is believing that thought. Like if you're thinking social media is not working, you are actually believing that about your business in another way. Like maybe your numbers aren't quite what you want them to be. Maybe you don't feel good about your marketing or selling process. Maybe it's something you feel uncertain about with your offer, right? But somewhere in there, your brain has started thinking that it's not working. And then you've taken that into social media. And this is just good to realize, right? Like, oh, like, first of all, that's like two for one. Like, oh my gosh, I have been thinking that thought and it does show up in a completely different area. And then my brain was just using social media as like confirmation biased, right? Where your brain finds proof for what it already believes. 
But the solution here, right? The solution is not to like positive think and be like, oh no, it is work. No, right? We're not going to pretend like things are working. But we are going to remember that this is a platform, right? It is a tool that you are building skill to learn so you can reach your people. That means when you remember that it's a tool that you're building skill to learn, not just for the fun of it, but because you want to reach more of your people, because you have this big goal and that big goal requires more of you. It requires a sharper mind. It requires better access to reach people. It requires access to more people. It requires a conciseness of how you talk about what you do, right? And social media is great because you get those little chances to do it. Maybe you only email your list once a week, but you can post on social media one to three times a day, which gives you that space to refine your words, right? So you might, your brain might start by seeing like, oh, well, social media just isn't working. But the solution here is to remember that it is a tool and that you're learning how to use it. And I'm not going to just leave you with that because here's another piece of this that I see sometimes coaches aren't doing and it's like such a simple little solution. It's that you have to measure the success. You have to measure the progress. Now you don't have to actually. So there's two ways you can do this. One is you can just decide Like, I'm using this platform, I'm going to figure it out, I'm going to learn how to do it, and I'm going to love doing it. So you can put the loving of doing it as your highest priority. I just love doing it, I'm not overthinking my content, like, I'm just steadily growing, and I'm doing all these other things too, right? So maybe it's not one of your primary ways you're thinking about building your business. But for those of you who are like, no, I want to, like, track and measure data, you want to just put something in place to measure it. And what I think is like a really simple options is like invite them to your mailing list, right? Like set up your automated funnel, even if it's, even if the only thing an automated funnel means is, is that they give you their email address and now they're on your mailing list, right? Like nothing else had to have happened, but you can measure how many people click the link to come over. How much has my mailing list grown from that space? And then you can start to play with that. Like, oh, you know what? Five people came to my mailing list or zero people came to my mailing list. Because sometimes I think people get stuck with social media where they're like, well, I'm having a lot of fun and my content is really good. But it's like, how do we measure good? We measure good by is it speaking to the right people? And are they coming in closer to us? So if your brain is saying it's not working, it's possible that what you just need are like more structured ways of thinking about the purpose of social media. Like I'm here to reach my people, gather them up, help them, and then the ones that it's a good fit for to come into a next like step with me, come in a little closer. And that's just like trading an email address, come in a little closer join a free training, right? That that could be the exact same, like they're going to give you an email address trade. But now you have a metric to measure by. You have a number that you can begin to play with. I'm not just on social media to like post, but it's like, no, my posts have a purpose. Yes, I want to help them. And I'm going to measure that help by Like, did I draw people's attention in? Did they take a next step to come in closer and learn more? So your vagueness, even with social media, not traction is like, 
it's not working because you haven't figured out a way that you think about it and measure it. Okay. The next one, right? Vague. I don't like social media. Specific. I'm doing it wrong, right? You may think to yourself, the reason I don't like social media is because I just keep thinking that I'm doing it wrong, And right, you might be thinking this because you are, right, this might be the same as the last one where you're believing that in another area of your business. I actually saw this crossover where there was a point in my business where I started believing I was doing something wrong and then it like filtered into social media and I was like, oh, that's fascinating. But you just want to look at that. Like if I think I'm doing social media wrong, Where else in my business am I thinking I'm doing something wrong? And allow that to be a space that it's like, right, when you set that big goal, that goal required you to grow beyond what you are right now. And that might mean the difference between the amount you create at now and the amount you create at like the the way you produce at your goal. One of those shifts may have to be that you take out believing that you're doing it wrong. And I know it sounds so simple when we say it like that, but that's not really what happens, right? We coach ourselves, we get coaching, we like we process through, we take care of the us part when it comes to processing that and understanding it and having compassion for ourselves and like working through what we actually thought it meant to be doing something right or wrong, giving yourself the permission to do it the way you want to do it right? That's the kind of stuff we process through with coaching. So you may not like social media if you're thinking you're doing it wrong. And one of the reasons, right, like maybe it's coming from another area of your business, but maybe it could be as simple too as you're just looking at what other successful people are doing and you're thinking that you need to do it that way too, right? You look at someone that you admire in your industry, Maybe they serve a different type of person, but it's like, maybe they don't. And you're like, oh, well, they're doing reels and oh, they're really good at them too. (laughs) Or they're, they're sharing their whole life. They're sharing everything they eat and they're sharing every time they take a walk and they're sharing all this stuff. Or maybe you look at it as a certain type of content they're creating and all your brain says is like, oh, I have to do it like that. Because really what that statement is, is I have to do it like that and... I don't want to, (laughs) or, and I just don't think I can do it that good, right? But the solution here is to remember that it all works, right? This is why you're going to curate your space. Every social media platform you're in, you're going to go in and you're going to find other people doing it in a different way. That way you remember I can do it any way I want and it all works, And this might be too exploring, right? Like what is the way that I want to do it? Because when your brain is so focused on other people that you can get caught in this loop of like overwhelm and anxiety and like anxiousness. Oh wait, those are the same words. (laughs) Right, but you get caught in this loop of emotion that doesn't feel good. And it's like when you're so focused on other people, the brain forgets the simplicity Of just like, okay, let me be right here in this moment. What do I want my stuff to look like? Not even forever. Like, what do I want to try first? 
I know I want to use the, like, so it's like you just go through and you just like keep exploring it in simple little steps. Like, I know I want to use this social media platform. And I know, like, and this is where you start to remember, like, oh, do I want to do video or not? And you might realize like, oh my gosh, I was thinking I had to do video and they had to be these like highly edited, like put together things. And it's like, I don't want to do that. So maybe you're like, I want to do video, but not those highly edited ones. Or maybe you're like, I don't want to do video at all because all I think about is what does my hair look like? And what does my makeup look like? And oh my gosh, now I have to, right? And you're like, no, it stresses me out. I don't want to do it. So right, notice what you're like, okay, I know I want to use this platform. I know I don't want to use video. Okay, what's left? Oh, uh, written form. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to use written form, but what are my pictures going to look like? Because maybe what you then think is like, oh, well, pictures have to look a certain way. And then you start looking around and you're like, oh, I mean, they could be highly designed or they could be really simple. And you start to like, you're like, what do I want to start with first? having this general sense of like, and it's gonna shift as I go. I'm gonna be more open to things. I'm maybe gonna try things more like playfully, but like, what do I wanna try next? The next specific reason, right? So general is I don't like social media. The fourth specific flavor of this is, like the reason you might not like being on social media is because you're really focused on yourself. And when you're focused on yourself, you're like perfectionistic, you like feel insecure, you're like blanking out when it comes to content you want to create. You're like, I don't even know what to talk about. But the processing and the like working through this one is to remember, like you're forgetting something. (laughs) Here's what you're forgetting. You're forgetting why you're there, right? The brain's not going to like being on social media when all it's doing is thinking about you. Right. When your brain is obsessed with you, that's when you're going to be your weirdest. Right. That's when you're going to try and make everything perfect. That's when your insecurities are going to like be front and center. That's when you're going to be like, I don't even know what to create content on. And your brain will blank it out. This actually happened today. My husband came up and he's like, what's the password for the booth for the laptop? And I was like, stop talking immediately because you're going to mess my brain up. Right. And it's like the only way I knew the password for the laptop was because I had to go down there and let my brain type it in. And I watched my brain type it in so I could see what it was writing. (laughs) But it's like the more he talked, the more I was starting to panic. Like, (gasps) I don't know the password. And the more I was thinking I don't know the password and panicking, the more blank I didn't, like I didn't know, right? You can create that same paralysis in yourself when it comes to being on social media. You can get so focused on yourself, you can get so focused in on doing it right that you paralyze yourself and you you cause yourself to not be able to access any of your own brilliance that was already there, right? And then you're going to leave and you're going to be like, oh, but I'm a totally normal, I can experience myself in a really great way and my brilliance flows and your brain will start to blame it on social media, but it's not, right? It was just your brain accidentally focusing on you, instead of why you want to use social media you are not on social media for yourself and if you are eventually you'll figure that out right like sometimes we do things because of our ego and we just like work it out as we go 
So you want to remember, right? Like if your brain is focusing on you a lot and it's uncomfortable or paralyzing, you want to remember why you're on social media, right? You have a big goal. Your people are there. You want, like you like this as a means to reaching them, to helping them, right? You know that there are other ways, and sometimes some of you need to explore those. You need to be, have a conscious decision where you have chosen the social media platform instead of just feeling like you just haphazardly did it. Because that's what you're going to have then is a solid decision thought, which is like, I'm choosing to be here. I explored the other places I could show up to reach my people and they're a no for me. I want to be here right? I want to shape myself and build my skill and like work through my own junk so that I can use this tool to reach my people, right? And we think about when you're tracking it, like I'm, right, this might be your thought. Why am I on social media? You're remembering. I'm not just randomly posting and hoping. I'm measuring my outputs, I'm adjusting things. I'm adjusting how I think. I'm adjusting how I talk about how I help people, right? I'm, I'm enjoying this as a way to reach my people, right? So it's like, if you find that you specifically don't like social media because you're focusing on yourself, you want to remember why you're on social media, because it's not about you, right? It's to help your people. It's to reach and create at a higher level. And it's like, when I remember that, and I remember that that was supposed to be my work, it's like, oh, like it feels easier to do the work when it was like, oh yeah, that was the work. The fifth specific reason that you might not like social media is that you're afraid to be criticized or disagreed with or face confrontation with someone, right? You feel vulnerable about someone attacking you or being mean or taking what you say out of context. And, and it's like sometimes we see this where it's like we see people talking about people on social media. We see people like disagreeing, arguing, bashing, and it can create this vulnerable place inside of us where we're kind of scared, right? Like we're like, I don't want that for me kind of experience. But the processing of this for yourself, right, the, the working through this so that you can use this platform and help more of your people might be first to remember again why you want to be on this platform and that seems like a simple one right but it's like if you just keep coming back to why do I want to be here you have these simple thoughts like if it helps one person like I'm glad I created this content right and so it's like you're going to use some of those to help push you through that fear Some of those vulnerabilities and fears are going to be things that you're going to get really even more specific with, right? So this is kind of a broad specific, but that might be something that you take to coaching and you're like, I feel afraid in this moment or I saw this person bashing this other person and it triggered my vulnerability about it. And so you take that and you get very specific coaching on that, right? You explore that. Because when I think about this fear of being criticized or disagreed with, it's like the reason that you're still going to show up on social media is one, because you remember that it's like it's, it's to help someone. It's to reach more of your people. And then 
Two is to know I'm going to take care of myself and I have these tools and means to do it. And the other one is, it's almost like these questions you ask yourself to remind yourself that it's worth it, right? Because sometimes it's like, when I think about the cost of your big goal, whenever I think about the cost of my own big goal, I like to think this, which is the cost to get to that goal is going to be negative emotion. You're going to pay to get there in your negative emotion. And that might be experiencing your insecurity. That might be experiencing your doubt and your uncertainty. That might be experiencing shame because you did it in a way that you're like, "Mm, wouldn't do that again. Or like they misinterpreted it and now my shame is that they, I'm thinking about them thinking about something about me, (laughs) right? But it feels awful. But that's the price of your big goals. And so here are some questions that you might ask yourself that reminds you that it's worth it. One of those questions might be, am I willing for someone to misunderstand me? And when I ask myself this question, what I feel in my body is just this sense of openness, right? It's like when we ask that question, our brain suddenly remembers like, oh, like, if, if, if someone's criticizing, if someone's disagreeing, if someone's, right, if there's some element of confrontation that I'm afraid of, like, oh, they're just misunderstanding me. Am I willing and able to let someone misunderstand me? Am I willing to do it wrong? Right, when we get into perfectionism, it's the sense, like, I want to do it great. And I want it to be right. But this question, like, am I willing to do it wrong? Am I willing to do it wrong to get it done, to get it out there, to know that it helped someone rather than like being sucked back into your vortex of like stuff that never gets put out into the world? Am I willing to embrace who I am, what I think is important to say, what I see as helpful for my clients? Am I willing to take issues my clients struggle with and go head on with them? Am I willing to? Am I willing to to release trying to control other people's opinion of me so that I can help the people who are ready? Right? Is there something I want more? Right? And that's what's fun about our big goals is those big goals are like, I want that more than I want the comfort of everybody agreeing with me. Or flipping that around, like, I'm willing for people to misunderstand me. I'm willing to feel bad, potentially, if someone does misunderstand me. I'm willing to take care of me emotionally or work with a coach when that happens. And then the final reason we'll dig into for today's episode, we're almost done, right? So if the vague is I don't like social media, this more specific is... You might not look like social media if you're believing that you should be using it. Yeah. (laughs) I've seen this come up with clients, right? Over and over again where they're like, I think I should be using social media because my people are on there and it's free, but I don't want to. And in this specific situation, what I recommend is giving yourself a time frame to decide. 
And maybe you take social media off the table until the end of the month. And all we're doing with that is like every time your brain tries to tell you you should be on social media, what you're going to reply to it is, actually, I decided that I'm going to explore other ways I can like market my business. And on this date, the last day of the month, I'm going to reevaluate if I want social media to be a part of that. And the reason that this is important is that it's a tool to talk to your own self so your mind doesn't chatter about unnecessary stuff. So it's like your brain's going to start to think about social media and like you're going to feel bad (laughs) and you're just going to shut it down with like, no, I decided not to think about social media at all until this date. Instead, right, I'm using my brain space to think about these other things. Because sometimes you guys... What happens in the mind is you spend all this time thinking I should be on social media, but I don't want to. And you feel so bad about it that your brain literally never spends any time thinking of the other ways you could be marketing. Because there are other ways, right? You could be in-person networking. You could be going to like industry events. You could be going locally to in-person things. There's paid ads. That's not just Facebook, but that could be... Like, again, industry specific, where it's like there's already people who have gathered your people and you can pay to get access to them. Maybe it's other people's audiences. And you can think of that in terms of podcasts or blogs or forums or like societies or whatever they have, right? There's, there's SEO, right? Google wants you to like optimize yourself. And then there's referrals, There are other ways for you to meet your people, but sometimes you have to decide you're not going to think about social media. You're not going to feel bad about it. You're not going to shame yourself. You're not going to should yourself. You're going to take it off the table entirely and you're going to give yourself space to freely explore or use another method. And you're just going to know on this state, I'm going to re-decide. And maybe that redecision is to say, I'm going to redecide at the end of the month. That way, instead of burning brain space, you're just simply saying, I'm focusing on this and then I'll focus on that later. Okay. Isn't this so good? (laughs) I love this, right? Like getting specific is going to help you see where you need to process your mind, where that extra work is, because what's your biggest aha might be here is the simplicity of, oh my gosh, I can do it any way I want. Or I could, I don't have to do it like that. And it's like, that sometimes is the only breakthrough you need to go get started using it in the way you want to use it. And when you think about your big goal, right, using social media, if you choose to, is just one way that you're giving yourself more access to people and opportunity as you become the coach and the business owner that creates at a higher level. Okay, that's it for this week. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. If your one-on-one coaching offer needs a revamp or built for the first time, I've created a seven-part mini course to help you. You'll nail down who you help, with what, do market research to make sure people actually want to buy it, 
decide the length of your offer, your price, and even your process to deliver on your offer. Best of all, this mini course is free. Your offer is not what makes you money in your coaching business. It's your beautiful and creative mind. Your offer though, focuses your attention and builds your confidence selling something you know you can deliver on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. I'll see you over there.